0: every team, every topic, everywhere this is believe.
1: Hello and welcome to the Tracy Sandler show brought to you by Fibo. I am your host Tracy Sandler. We are recording this before Thanksgiving, but you guys are going to hear it after Thanksgiving. So I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday. Enjoyed some football and all the things. I am so excited to welcome back to the show the AP's Josh DuBow, who went to the greatest school in the universe, as I did too. And that's the University of Michigan. And we are mainly going to be talking Michigan, Ohio State. So any of your Ohio State fans on here don't want to hear it. You can turn it off now. Just kidding. Hi, Josh. Welcome. (laughs) Hi, Tracy. How are you? Good to be on. Uh, Well, good to have you on. Thank you so much for joining me. There is a very big college football game this weekend as I mentioned, of course, between the Michigan Wolverines, the Ohio State Buckeyes. The first time, I believe, since 2006, you are, of course, the stack Guy extraordinaire. But the first time since 2006, I believe that both teams are undefeated going into the game.
0: That is correct, yes. So it's an exciting, it's a big one. So. Well,
1: let's get a little 49ers just out of the way so that we can talk <laughs> about what really matters this weekend. Really matters. There we go. So we're recording this on Tuesday. I just got back from Mexico City. Monday night was an incredible game, an incredible experience. The atmosphere, it was really special. A lot of the players talked about it after the game. Uh, the fans were amazing. There was a moment, actually, where they, they, of course, they did the U.S. National Anthem, and then they did the Mexican National Anthem, and the entire stadium sings along. And it was like, you just get goosebumps. It was incredible. And everything about the atmosphere, there were so many 49ers fans. It was technically a Cardinals home <laughs> game. But it was, in fact, a 49ers home game if you looked at the crowd. But beyond that, uh, the 49ers won their third straight game, currently 6-4. and That's not going to change between now and Friday. But currently (laughs) 6-4 and and seem to be on a roll. At the moment, from what we know on the day we're recording this, they are getting healthy. They are moving into a good direction. But I think one of the most positive things, if not the most positive thing for them, is how the offense seems to be getting better and better and better.
0: Yeah, it really looked like the offense that we were kind of promised when they added Christian McCaffrey, and you thought of what could Kyle Shanahan do with McCaffrey and Debo and George Kittle and Iuke and Elijah Mitchell, and you know didn't really see it against the Chargers, and didn't you know, and, and not everyone was healthy against the Rams, and you know last yeah. night really was like the full the full experience. It seemed like you know they were after those first two drives, it were, they pretty much pretty much Arizona didn't stop them the rest of the way. It was it, it was a, a pretty dynamic performance.
1: It was, and I think we need to give credit where credit is due. I saw on Twitter, and maybe by Friday it's gone fully viral. Someone tweeted a Jimmy Garoppolo apology form, which I thought was it was really really funny. I think like a couple of things were like I I criticized Jimmy Garoppolo. One of the answers was because I only watched the end of one Super Bowl, or like whatever <laughs> the reasons were. And it was really funny, but Jimmy Garoppolo has now gone three games without interception. He had four touchdowns Monday night. The stats similar to the 2019 game against the Cardinals. He does very well against this team. But what we are seeing with Jimmy Garoppolo is a guy who didn't have an offseason, didn't have a training camp, and now going into week 12 looks like somebody who has had a few months to get his shoulder healthy, to get back into game shape, to get chemistry with his wide receivers, with his tight ends, with his, you know, running backs, with everybody. And the offensive line played really well, but I it's just I think that's a a big part of it, and I think everyone maybe should apologize to Jimmy Garoppolo, who came in here after essentially being discarded by the organization, asked to maybe please come back, and then they were sure as hell real lucky to have him.
0: Yeah, and you know, I think the, with Garoppolo, especially the past few weeks, you've seen him do a lot of those second reaction plays that maybe he he wasn't so great at before, and mm-hmm. you know, the, the touchdown to Kittle, where you know he extends the play and then you know. Basically becomes a little bit of a you know schoolyard play, and Kittle gets deep, and they get the touchdown. You know, you, you didn't always see that. It, a lot of Jimmy in the past couple of years is almost like a paint by numbers. Whatever you know, what Kyle tells him to do, he does, and for good or for bad. Mm-hmm. And um, and now it seems, it seems like there's a little more in, improvisation, and that seems to be really helping the offense. Is added some big plays, whether it was the touchdown to McCaffrey and uh, you know, in in Los Angeles, or the one with the Kittle yesterday. You have to see a lot more of that from Jimmy the last couple of weeks.
1: NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. And it's interesting, when he first came back, you know, he talked about when he first got there in 2017 and how he was pretty much allowed to just, do whatever right? and how successful they were at that. And I think in 2019, this, this Jimmy reminds me a little bit more of 2019. I think it's because maybe the team reminds me a little bit more of 2019 where you have this really good defense. You have all of these weapons. And when they're clicking, obviously he's clicking too. But I do wonder if maybe when he said that early in the season, even though I know they all say they don't listen and pay attention, you know, I wonder if there is something to that because it certainly at this point is working. And with the saints coming to town, on Sunday, and the Saints are struggling. You know, I think you want to see him continue to play like that. I think back to that Saints game in 2019, yeah. that was another game where he was very much like he was on Monday night. And I think it's another opportunity for them to just continue to play well and and be on a roll. The thing with this team that will be interesting, though, is they're coming off of the week long, all the emotion of Monday night football in Mexico City. And now they're home against the Saints. It'll be a short week, there'll be Thanksgiving. But I, I do believe that this team, has the mindset they really because of the some of the games they lost earlier in the season they should have won they they're not really overlooking anyone yeah
0: i don't think they're overlooking but they definitely you know they have a history of having some issues coming back from these (laughs) trips. they have not see
1: kansas city a few weeks back (laughs)
0: well see kansas city a few years back or a few weeks back see even the win against pittsburgh in 2019 Mm -hmm. the loss to atlanta in 2019 um was it the eagles game i think in 2020 it's yeah. yeah, they have a little bit of a history of that of, of not looking at their best after this. Um, they weren't going quite as long since like they left on Tuesday as opposed to like the Friday before. But uh, right, um, but with Thanksgiving and a short week, um, it'll be interesting how they come out because especially with the two games coming after that uh, are obviously a lot more difficult on paper than the Saints. So you don't want to slip up this week with the you know, with Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins coming the next week, and then Tom Brady the week after that.
1: Mike McDaniel Dolphins is going to be like reunion week, which yeah. you, I'll talk about more next week, but that's going to be a lot of fun. But, you know, you bring up a good point, too, because at this point, they're six and four. They're atop the NFC West, and they have the number three seed. And if the playoffs started today, which they don't, but if they did, they would host the New York Giants. But when you look at the NFC, you look what happened the other day. The Cowboys just annihilated the Vikings and then you kind of look at the rest of the NFC and the Eagles did win the other day, but they've struggled. It was not an easy victory mm-hmm. after coming off their first losses, loss of the season and the 49 talent wise matchup as well as any of these teams and pure, from a pure pal- talent perspective may be better than all of these teams. So I do feel like the NFC mm-hmm. is still pretty wide open. They probably aren't going to catch the Eagles or the Vikings in terms of a, a first round buy or a top seed, but they could very much write their own destiny and you know finish the season twelve and five eleven and six and at least host a playoff game, which yeah nice
0: that would be a big help out and, and not have to go on the road for three straight like they did last year. Um, like getting that first round game at home, I think you know should definitely be the goal. And I think, you know basically, I think if they can beat Seattle in Seattle, they should they should be in really good shape for that because they'd obviously have the tiebreaker at that point and you know they have their schedules got some winnable games beyond that too. So. It's, that seems to be the big one coming down down the stretch.
1: Yeah, it's just those two Florida teams, the Dolphins and then, yeah. of course, the Buccaneers, which will be another fun storyline. So Brady v. Garoppolo. There we go. So we have all kinds of fun storylines coming up. But... Enough about them because they got a game against the Saints this week, and it's important, but it's not as important as the game on Saturday between the Michigan Wolverines and the Ohio State Buckeyes. I write, Josh, right? Since two thousand six, it's the first time they both come in yes. undefeated.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah that 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 is correct. So hopefully, it'll be a better result for that one.
1: Yes. Oh God, let's hope so. I heard that game was that was sad. I was sad, but the, hopefully, it will be a better result. A couple things to talk about right off the bat. Uh, you and I talked offline a few weeks ago and I asked you what you thought and you felt Michigan was a better team and felt that the Blake Corum Donovan Edwards running back duo was one of the big reasons for that. Now the Blake Corum Donovan <laughs> Edwards running back duo is now slightly injured. Perhaps, um, Donovan <laughs> Edwards, is that a nice way to put it? <laughs> slightly injured perhaps (laughs) i don't you know what i don't know when this comes out on friday we're recording this earlier in the week i don't know that we'll have more of an update because like we said offline i don't think jim harbaugh is like dying to give anybody some anyone inside information on how like yeah
0: i think think that's probably that's probably accurate
1: so we have donovan edwards who got injured a couple weeks ago and did not play this past week against the fighting illini who did fight like really fight and josh knows this but kind of a a fun-ish story We were in Colorado Springs before the Mexico city game. And I had to leave at halftime to drive to the air force Academy. So I got into the workroom with about eight or nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. And we were huddled around the TV and with about 50 seconds left, I just really had to go to practice. Everybody else had gone out a few minutes earlier and I walk out for practice and I actually see i like, I'm watching it through my phone and i see that he made the field goal and i started jumping up and down and screaming and everyone was like so they lost <laughs> <I was> <laughs> like, <laughs> um so that was a very exciting game but in the first half of that game Blake Corum did go down with an un- nobody really knows what the injury is right now we we were told i believe x-rays were negative he did walk and locker from his own power he came back for the beginning of the second half Josh i i missed it but Josh he did play a few plays yes yeah,
0: so about yeah maybe two or three
1: and then I guess they probably made the decision that we should be able to beat this team without him, so let's <laughs> save him in fear. And they did barely, barely, but they, but they, they, they probably played their worst game of the season. And I think Illinois played pretty well uh, for Illinois, so we'll consider that a positive. But going into this weekend, I, I have to believe that that both Donovan Edwards and Blake Corum are probably going to play. At least Donovan Edwards, I feel like the hand thing was last week, similar to to Blake Corum in the second half. They were certainly not going to chance it. But let's talk about it. If they're everyone's healthy, how you see this game going out, and then we can talk about if people are less than healthy. I don't want to say the I word yeah, because no. it feels... I don't want to put that out there. So less than healthy. is there what I'm going to go with on that. <laughs> so we'll go with that. So what do you see? I know you feel like... you feel like the Michigan defense is better than they were last season?
0: I think they might be. Um, you know, Obviously, when you had... Hudson in a job that was pretty formidable pass rushing duo, and they don't yes. have guys played at that level. But I think they have a more depth up front. I think their interior guys up front are a little better. And you know, I I think their second, you know, they, they make stack tax hill, obviously, but I think their secondary played really well. Um, you know, I, I think they I think they might be better better defensively, or at least as good defensively as they were last year. And um, you yeah, know, obviously it's a pretty tough test. This Ohio State offense, when it's clicking, is um really difficult to stop. You know, they, uh, (laughs) you know, basically an entire roster of guys, skill position guys can be playing in the NFL. Um, and most of them are going to be high draft picks. So, um, it's obviously not going to be an easy matchup, but, um, so yeah, the Michigan offense is going to have to, you know, it's not going to be a game. It's going to be like last week where, you know, a few field goals and that's going to be enough to win. Um, Michigan offense is going to have to score because there's, I don't think any defense is going to totally shut Ohio state down. So, um, but, hopefully this Michigan defense can at least force a couple stops, you know, give the offense a chance. And, uh, you know, and then I think it depends on, you know, JJ McCarthy has been sort of up and down this year offense. You know, they need to Mm -hmm. hit on some of those big pass plays. It seems like every game they got two or three that look like could turn into, you know, big gainers. And it's like, you know, maybe a yard overthrown or a guy makes a drop. You know, I think they're going to need to hit on at least a couple of those big pass plays, especially if, uh, and Edwards, aren't a hundred percent, um, you know even if they play i think there's a chance that they you know, they might not be quite at their their usual level so um a little of this, a little bit of this is going to be on jj uh, mccarthy's uh, shoulders so hopefully he can hopefully he can handle that and we'll all be happy on saturday night
1: i hope so from a talent perspective J.J. mccarthy's probably the best quarterback that jim Harbaugh's had yes he's definitely been up yes. and down but just from a right. pure definitely, talent right. perspective mm-hmm. so this would be a great week for him to Really come into his own
0: yeah, um. the receiver like, the receivers are <laughs> supposed to be a strength this year and the, haven't quite been that way. you know um, you know Ronnie Bell's been pretty good, and, but some, you know some of the other guys just sort of been a little inconsistent, um, so hopefully at least someone in that unit can sort of step up too and, and sort of make, make some plays and help J.J out and because you know it's you know, a game the missions have to score some points to win, so um, hoping the offense can pull that out.
1: And this also, I think, is a game where this Michigan team has very much been a second half team. And Josh and anyone who knows who follows me on Twitter knows that basically every first half, every Saturday of the season, I'm nervous. And then save this past week, they just pull away, but they haven't been playing Ohio State. I don't think they can do that this week. They cannot be just a second half team where it's gonna be a real uphill battle. And they're not at home. And I think right. in this game that does make a, <laughs> excuse me, that makes it very beautiful. Since I've been in Colorado and it was so cold and dry. I've had this like little hiccupy thing. So sorry, guys. Um, but I, I think this is the week where they're gonna really have to score points in the first quarter and they can't they can't let themselves get behind here.
0: <laughs> and that's for field goal, like, you know, we've seen it a little too much this year. You know, Moody's a great kicker and I would like to see him pick a lot of extra points this week instead of field goals. Um, I think yeah, that'd be yeah, ideal. They definitely stalled <laughs> a little bit in the red zone. their, their red zone offense has not been not been the strength of this team for sure, even when the offense has been playing well. So, um, yeah, I do not think this is a game where getting three points when you're down in the red zone is going to be enough.
1: Maybe he should call Kyle Shanahan because the 49ers had had red zone issues and now they seem to be doing much better.
0: There we go. You know, so, I'm sure
1: that yeah. would go over well.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm sure, you know, well, they, you know, they probably talked from in <laughs> town a couple of weeks ago. So maybe, you know, Kyle can just send him a couple of plays and, and there we go.
1: I think that's a fantastic idea. You know what else would be cool? Except as soon as I know, as soon as I say this, I'm going to regret, regret this, but if each of them could pick one of their former players, that's now in the NFL, to come back and play. So I would say that they should pick Aiden Hutchinson just because he's like, you know, was just there. But I actually don't think Ohio State should be allowed to do it because they might pick uh, Yeah,
0: I, I think i that way better,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that's a much, much, much better way to do it. So let's talk Edwards and Coram. If they are... Less than healthy, and they don't play. Should we just maybe not watch the game and do something else so we're not sad?
0: No, yeah, okay. Tr- Tr- we're still going to believe okay. Tracy. We're just going to have to come up with a new reason to believe. So it'll be okay. that this is the time for JJ McCarthy to really step up and shine. Um, you know, um, Ronnie Bell is going to return a punt for a touchdown. You know, we'll have defensive score a touchdown. No, they'll be. We have to be confident. You can't go into no use going into the game not confident.
1: So I think, you know, this last season, I went into the game, just, I don't know if the word is not confident, but I was like, they're going to lose. They do this every year. They get me excited. Then they lose. So this year I'm just accepting that they're losing. And then I won't be disappointed the morning of the game comes. And I literally texted my brother who went to Michigan also. And I was like, I want them to win so badly. If they lose this game, I'll be devastated. Um, so I don't know which direction to, maybe I should go with, the first one, I don't know what to do.
0: I always go in and be completely confident they're going to be at Ohio State for 364 days a year and then f- feel happy about it then. If I have one sad day when they lose, I have it. But we, I like, We've had a lot
1: of them, but, yeah. but not this year, yeah, not yeah, last so, year.
0: But still only one year. The rest of the year, the other 364 days, I, I think Michigan's going to be at Ohio State. So <laughs> I, I choose to have 364 days of belief and then okay, ho- and hopefully get the 365th day as well. So.
1: Uh, if the- it's going to be a good game. I mean, no matter what, I think this is going to be a very hard fought game. Last week, last week, last year was, you know, a blowout on Michigan side. I don't think anyone's blowing anyone out this year. I do think our coach maybe had to, you know, God forbid he just goes about his business and not makes any comments. And he, I think, made some comments that Ryan Day may have taken personally. <laughs> um, not a big Ryan Day person myself, but I think that's to be expected because he's the coach of Ohio State. I do but, think,
0: though, that this is a this is a game where it's not where no matter what Jim Harbaugh says, I don't think Ohio State's motivation level is going to be able to be higher than it normally is for a Michigan game. You know, I think this is one of those games where you can say whatever you want and the motivation level for both teams is going to be at its highest.
1: Well, level. I mean, I would hope so, at least for yeah. the Michigan side. Yeah. If Ohio State's motivation li- li- like lies on Jim Harbaugh's comments, Michigan will blow them out. Right. But, but it's just, I'm thinking more of like, if like, God forbid they lost, I just, Twitter will be an annoying place. But That's okay. Twitter's an annoying place, even if they don't, so it doesn't really matter all that much. Uh, So, okay, so I do think it'll be a good game. Uh, Excited to see what our good friend Jim Harbaugh can do. If you guys missed it, when he was in Santa Clara a few weeks ago, he had a lot of fantastic, upbeat sound bites. Have an attitude of gratitude. Get better, not bitter. What else? I'm missing one. Um, Oh, the...
0: Years are short and the days are long. The days are short and the years are long. I, know, I think the years
1: are short. No, I think the days are short and the years are long. Something along those lines. Well that one didn't resonate quite as <laughs> well. Yeah.
0: I'm just going with don't be bitter, don't get bitter, get better, and attitude of gratitude. And I think it's a great attitude to have Thanksgiving week, to have an attitude yes. of gratitude. Um, <laughs> and there's no reason to be bitter. We should just all be better. And well, everyone outside of Columbus should be better. And yes, one hundred percent. People in Columbus should be bitter. There we go.
1: I think that's what, and I think that's exactly what he meant. And it'll be, I mean, that's just going to be such an atmosphere. I can't even, Oh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be just an amazing situation. I won't be there, but in my head, it sounds like it's going to be incredible. And I think the other thing that we should throw out the, correct me if I'm wrong. The national championship is in Los Angeles on January 9th, Josh.
0: That is correct. That's SoFi stadium. Yes.
1: <laughs> so that's really great for me personally. I don't want to make this about me, but I will anyway. And the four finished their season or their regular season, January 8th in Santa Clara being in LA at SoFi on January 9th would be so easy for me because no matter where they go that week for the playoffs, I don't have to leave Monday. So I'm just going to throw that out there that I don't want to make this about me, but I'm also going to make it about me because Michigan would do me a solid because MLB schedule had worked out beautifully and that the World Series started the weekend the 49ers were in LA for the Rams game and then it went through the bye week. And I thought that destiny meant that of course then the Dodgers would make the World Series. And I was wrong. So I feel like that's that happened because you can't get that twice. So the universe wanted me to, to have Michigan.
0: Yeah, there you go. I think so. And I think that Jim Harbaugh cares about you more than Dave Roberts. So he'll
1: make sure it happens. Oh God, that's so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just—I, you know, I—I'm I, I, rooting for Dave Roberts so many days of the year. <laughs> I know, I know, but half of my year is devoted to Dave Roberts. I know, but like literally. Yeah,
0: but but Jim really, you know, he, you have a special place for Jim, right? He—that's true. So, but,
1: I mean, he, you know, Jim. Went to Michigan, coached the 49ers, and he coaches Michigan. When he left the 49ers, like there was at the time, it was before I was a reporter. So I was a 49ers fan at the time. And every, everyone was so depressed. And I was sad he left for an hour. So I was like, but best of all worlds, he's going to Michigan. Yeah. This is amazing. Uh and I'd like him to stay there forever. So I would like to throw that there out there also. But you're right. He does have a special place and perhaps he does care about me more than Dave Roberts. And I'm willing to accept that, um, especially considering it looks like the Dodgers are going to have Cody Ballinger next year. No. So they're, they're making it clear to me all the time that they don't care all that much about me as much as I care about them. So go Blue, Michigan. All right, I'm going to have you do this. It's like my least favorite thing to do myself because I'm so bad at it, but I'm going to have you do it anyways. Score prediction.
0: I'm going to go with, let's see, Michigan 31, Ohio State 27.
1: Okay, I'm going to go Michigan 31, Ohio State 28, because it feels a little bit like we're destined for our good friend Jake Moody to have to kick a last-second game-winning field goal. That works for me. Uh, So I'm going to go with that. Now, as long as we're doing score predictions on the weekend, how about the 49ers-Saints score?
0: I'll go 49ers-30, Saints-13.
1: Yeah, that feels right.
0: Yeah, the Saints— haven't impressed me sure. very much. Though they did the, the one game I watched the most of them they did uh, shut down, completely shut down the Raiders but I think, I think the 49ers might be slightly better than the Raiders. So.
1: They might be and it's really I'm glad you brought the Raiders up because I'm sure everybody knows this, but if you don't, you should follow Joshua for no other reason than his fights with Raiders fans are unbelievable and amazing. So I'm going to make you do a score prediction for the Raiders this weekend for their coach that's doing such a fantastic job. He is
0: doing a fantastic. Well, it's a big game and it's a big game for the Niners. Just they're playing the Seahawks, and I think the Seahawks will win. I will go Seahawks. Uh, let's go Seahawks. Twenty-seven Raiders, twenty-three.
1: Okay, I can accept that. What is the Raiders record right now?
0: They are. It's fantastic. They are three and seven. Oh,
1: fantastic. Yeah. Do you think, it's just a random question, do you think Devonte Adams ever wakes up and thinks he made a mistake or he's like, you know what? I don't have to live in Green Bay. I'm making a lot of money. And, you know, what are you going to do?
0: There's a living in Green Bay, making a lot of money. And man, Aaron Rodgers is a weird dude. So
1: <laughs> that's very true. I mean, he, he, Devonte Adams did push that poor cameraman. And so he clearly was very frustrated right. that yeah. night.
0: Yeah, there was some level of frustration, but you know what? Being with Aaron Rodgers that much, that might not be easy
1: it probably is not gosh the Packers they're really struggling too tell you one thing the 49ers probably are not gonna have to go to Green Bay this January unless things change dramatically in the NFC yeah I think
0: that's probably a safe bet
1: no I think they might have to go to Minneapolis but I was actually saying to someone the other day you know what I'm fine with that because it's a lot easier to get to Minneapolis it may be as cold but it's just a totally different great so stadium is great and it's indoors yeah. it was really cool last year like it was cool to do a playoff game at lambo because that feels a little like bucket list like okay right. this is so cool it's so know. historical but that was fine i I done two games at Lambeau: a monday night game and a playoff game okay. to me that feels just fine we're good now there you go
0: they were both good games so there you go
1: yeah they were they were very oh that cj bethard game yeah uh, all right, well, Josh, thank you so much for joining me. Please let everyone know where they can find you. Uh,
0: Josh Jubao EP on Twitter, and you can find all sorts of uh, Derek R tweets,
1: among yeah. other things. <laughs> and lots of fighting about it, which is highly, highly entertaining. All right, you guys, I want to give a big go blue. Josh, go blue. And it? I will,
0: uh, yes, I'm excited for this week. So
1: we are brought to you by FIVO, we are brought to you by Bet Online. And with that, talk to everybody next week. Go blue. Go blue. Bye. back.